Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am your superstar interior decorator, Sam. <laughs> and I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn to choose a game. Game, 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 definitely a game. Mm. And I chose Design Home. Not a game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe a game. Maybe a game. If this was not if this is not a game, then Florence is not a game. If no <laughs> Florence Alright. <laughs> now if you permit me to go a little bit to Mikey at the movies. Design Home is a two thousand and seven game made by Crowdstar Inc. Oh, that's about as far as I got. And then <laughs> Catawampus. I think Crowdstar then became glue and they have done a bunch of games for Kim Kardashian. Gordon Ramsay, oh boy. kind of much like tie-in games. So you know mm. you can you can see their milieu here. This is an interior design challenge game. Game. I'm going to call it a game. There are intricacies to it. You play as an interior designer, and you're presented with a whole bunch of different design challenges which you can enter. Uh, you get some ludicrous briefs for these challenges, and if you may permit me to read my favourite one that I found. The morning mist over West Lake inspires this fashion designer known for her one-of-a-kind silk creations. She'd like to add new decor to her lovely hillside home that enhances the tranquility of the dark grey and marble. Design a modern living room overlooking the lush treetops in Hangzhou, China. That's a pretty good brief. I mean, to be (laughs) honest, if you're an interior decorator like I am... Right, of course. (laughs) This is the perfect kind of brief that you want. "Ah, She likes silk creations. Exactly. You get a little insight into what kind of profession your homeowner has... Yes. Um, what inspirational moments they long for. <laughs> but as we shall come to later, the actual briefs and the results of the challenge are not linked in any way whatsoever. Uh, so you get presented with an empty room, usually with varying hideous wallpapers or floor coverings. Uh, the game will then tell you like where to place the items. There'll be some mandatory items and some optional ones, but it's up to you to choose which pieces go where. Uh, you pay for these furniture pieces with in-game currency, which is diamonds or dollars. Some furniture is priced in one and some is priced in the other for no... I couldn't see a pattern, but I think, you know, obviously it's there to up the in-game purchases because you can only purchase diamonds and then convert them to cash. So this just has that whole uh, freemium model built into every fiber, <laughs> every fabric of its being. <laughs> every thread counts. <laughs> yes. And then on top of those, the design brief and the required places to put the furniture, there are also some requirements for pieces you can use. Right. Like, like use three velvet items. They must, yeah, either like a, oh, use a blue chair for this room. Use a floral accent ottoman. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, every time you say design brief, I think of a... Underpants? Like, yeah, underpants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What Very well-designed underpants. A design spec? But it's like yeah. spectacles, glasses. No, it is called the design brief. Design brief is the right word. It's okay. <laughs> and of course, these required items are things you probably don't already have. Like, it turns out I don't have three velvet items in my catalog of things. So. Mm. You're not making your furniture portfolio just if you don't have three velvet items. So, as I said, these are challenges and these are judged by other judged. players yes they, they are. are they are judged by other players so once you finish them i think they get like a a day or two review section and uh and you can go review other designs as well which is kind of a 
slightly more fun part of the game. You're presented with two designs and choose your favorite or whether they are about the same. You get something back for like rating the designs. Like you get keys. Um, yes. And so, and so there's like a, a whole system of stuff that's happening in, in the background there, but which, which we'll get to later that I'm not 100% sure of like what's happening. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, deliberate complexity is yeah all over the place in this game. Once you finish a design, I think you get $500 of in-game currency. And then if you win, which I think means if you get four stars or greater, because I think the, your, your end result is out of five stars, then you get a piece of furniture or two, which is then added to your collection. Or sometimes use. diamonds. Or sometimes diamonds, yeah. And of course, herein lies the rub. Uh, the cost of purchasing the required furniture is always greater than the winnings because winning $500 is like nothing because a couch costs $2,000. So once you've used up the initial currency that the game gives you, then, oh, look, you'll be uh, encouraged to do an in-app purchase of Mm. diamonds. Right. The the other flip side to that that I think is interesting is while you do have to spend in-game currency to buy pieces of furniture, whatever piece of furniture that you do buy is in your uh, inventory. Like right. you can reuse it for other rooms that you might want to design. Um, so that kind of part, I think, was kind of interesting in ways that it did make you feel like an interior designer of building up the pieces that you like. And what what a lot of interior designers do is, you know, they have like they have a look that they carry with them, and this look is, I think, largely dependent on what they like. Yes, uh, I built up quite a collection of mid-century pieces <laughs> to the surprise of no one. <laughs> For me, it's like really geometric pieces that might be boring to most people, but exciting to me. So you do get a, an overall star rating. Sam, what is your overall oh, star rating? Overall star rating is 2.7. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a 3.32 <laughs> I don't know why I got a 2.7 though, because all of my designs are roughly all f- over four. But Sam, would you like to share your highest rated design? Yes. Okay. We'll also get a screenshot of it. My highest rated design is called uh, a design challenge that was called Life in Lithuania. Mmm, diverse. My votes was 4.36. Oh, that's pretty high. Yes. Yeah, that's higher than my highest. You want to see? Yeah. This is life in Lithuania. Wow, good use of patterns. Yeah. I like the sort of contrasting pattern on the Ottoman. And then you have the opposing golden vases vases with, uh, with flowers in them. Vases. <laughs> and then what prizes did you win for that? I won an awful looking Ottoman. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. This. Oh, this God. <laughs> My highest was a 4.2, uh, and it was a chic Charlotte Colonial. Oh, very nice. Mm. Seems very cozy and livable. Yeah. But of course, as I pointed out earlier, this really has nothing to do with a brief. Like when you're judging rooms, there's absolutely no correlation to what the brief was to your personal preference. Right. So I actually, just, largely, you can ignore the brief entirely. Yeah, I just put my <laughs> yes. personal preference and yeah. whatever is required, I just put that in there. Because this is... I mean, supposedly colonial. I mean, there's nothing... I mean, I don't even know what colonial <laughs> means. I have a 
rather grotesque floral ottoman in the middle. Whenever someone says colonial, I just think of Pottery Barn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, we did also challenge each other to make the most the ugliest room. <laughs> Maybe that's why your overall rating is a two. Because <laughs> unfortunately mine only made mine last night and mine has not been oh, no. rated yet, unfortunately. <laughs> but here is my ugly and please listen to Edwin's reaction as you see. <laughs> So that is my ugliest one. That's awful. <laughs> but look at the rating. Oh my god! <laughs> what kind of sick people are voting this? Oh my god! I just oh boy. Oh man! I got a four point. A yeah, I got four point eleven for my ugliest design. I think I own that rug. <laughs> Yeah, perhaps people were like, oh, finally, someone having fun with this game. Because <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that is one criticism of many I have of this game. But, like, there's not much fun. This game is not fun at all. <laughs> it was interesting. Like, my time with it, I wouldn't say, yeah, like, I wouldn't say this game was fun for me in any way. It was like doing a side job that I liked doing right because you're a designer it's right, it, if you in real life yeah like i right. kind of like putting together like houses it gave me that feeling of um there's this game called animal crossing oh i've heard of it i've never played it in animal crossing like one of the biggest things like the the main point of the game is you go around collecting like different types of fish different types of bugs you get fruit and ultimately what you're doing is you're selling all these things so that you can furnish your home Right, okay. but the home is like this nice little cute thing. Um, you can choose the design of your bed and the floor coloring, and like you put in plants in there. And in a way, like this kind of feels like it, but you're getting directly to the point of just like buying the pieces and putting it in there and trying to make you it. Don't trade bugs and fruit for right. furniture. Yeah, and so like it allowed me to put on that like interior designer hat in a way that I think was fairly effective, but in no way did I find <laughs> joy in this. <laughs> like I was not like, oh, this is delightful. Was it relaxing? It was semi stressful. It was yeah. like semi like I wouldn't say it was completely relaxing, um, but it did like help me pass the time before I slept. The thing that I did find delightful is when you get your score back. Mm-hmm. and it's higher than you expected <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is like a, cl- uh, a little clever social twist yeah to have other people judging the designs and then you're getting back the score i would like to share with you the ugliest design i could come up with a glowing chicago skyline oh boy <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the it's the blue bunny that does yeah. it <laughs> you know that's not that horrible oh god damn it really it's if that look kind of looks like it's out of Miami Vice. <laughs> it looks uh, like you know italic aesthetic. Yeah, I was also slightly restricted in that I didn't have much cash or diamonds to spend because I had already. Because I mean, I'm a sucker, so I bought the starter pack for eight dollars, which gives you a whole bunch of things, and then I I've entered eleven contests, which I've spent all my money on, <laughs> and I didn't want to buy any more with my real money so i was slightly restricted in the grotesqueness of the items that i could buy how many design challenges did you enter uh i did five. Oh, okay wow you did a lot i did 11 well 12 including the hideous one so yeah uh overall i did spend 7.99 i think yeah, i think it's 7.99 on the uh the sort of starter pack yeah it's really interesting because i i felt like i did my best one got the lowest score the one that i would actually like and Let's it got see. the lowest score well sam shall we get to the three by threes my good points is 
it's re- I found it quite relaxing if you ignore the monetization or if you make your peace with knowing that you are going to spend money on this. If we consider this a game. <laughs> Indeed. I think there's a, a really interesting mix of giving you just enough options so that you are making choices, but not enough options so that you're going to be overwhelmed. So if you're given a challenge, like, and I saw hundreds of couches, I feel like I'd get overwhelmed and not actually be able to choose a couch. There were, there were a lot of couches that you can choose from, Yeah, but it was pretty quick in allowing you to find one that you actually liked. And I thought like that mix was pretty good. Like it, in that aspect, like it did feel kind of gamey, but overall, like I still don't feel like this is a game. <laughs> like the onboarding and allowing you to actually create something, that part actually felt nicely done. All right, that's all the good points we have. Oh, so <laughs> I have another one. I think the way that they intermingled the the crowdsourcing and you getting points for your design is super interesting. There's, it, it definitely feels like they're serving two markets here. Like I have a feeling they're actually using the designs that are like the top winning designs and showing them to, to people that might actually buy Clients, those designs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, like, how real are these briefs? Like, can we just... Probably, yeah. Like, why not? This is like a f- right. totally crowdsourced... Totally. There might be, like, another site that's, like... Design like spec. 99 interior <laughs> decorations or something <laughs> yeah. like that, and they're getting all the money for it. Just like Ender's Game. Yeah. Turns out, you really are designing a house. <laughs> Someone has my Seattle house. <laughs> The the daily challenges was also really cool. Like I feel they were different enough that actually got you excited. Like because you know there might be a, a place that you like, and it, it sort of you know gets your attention by saying like, oh yeah, like I I love Seattle. Like I want to design. What does a house in Seattle look like, right? And it doesn't actually show you the place until you've entered the design. Mm-hmm. And so yes. there's like nice little tricking steps that gets you in there. Mm-hmm. They also have like sponsored challenges, like from HGTV. So, which makes me think, like, I honestly think they're selling these designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about the, the kind of look of the game? That's the part that I feel really doesn't feel like a game at all. It, it feels like an interior decorating app. The 3D modeling isn't great. There's something about it that's just looks very flat mm. in a way. And, you know, the IKEA catalog is produce like 90% of it or well some large percentage of the IKEA catalog is now computer generated yeah and I would have just liked to see a little bit more just a little realism yeah like, I don't know if, if they're working for speed and they're actually you know yeah, there, hard, there are sure. thousands of these things being put into place and the speed of you actually swapping out the couches and stuff like that is actually not that bad. Mm, yeah, that's true. Also, they have to think about multi-platform. I feel like if this was an iOS-only game, they could have ramped that level of design up a little bit so it looks a little bit better. But because you're incorporating Android where it's like the wild, wild west of hardware mm-hmm. and you have to compensate for that, I feel they kind of lowered it. Um, but yeah, I get you. Yeah. Like It's not that... Like The couches don't really look pretty the rendering seems a little weird yeah that's a good point on the app it's definitely a cross-platform app perhaps it'll bugaboo as i spent quite a bit of my life as a ios developer you can tell instantly this is not a native app just even scrolling on that main screen is just disgusting yeah it's so janky and it's so juddery. it's awful i just get a migraine even doing it you I know, scroll it's so slowly. weird how much yeah. that affects you and it affects me as well and yeah so like it's this is probably like a Unity app or something like a 
some kind of cross-platform thing so they just render it out once which you're probably right like the actual rendering engine itself they just need to make it once but i don't know yeah oh, does yeah not. the frame rate on the scroll just yeah, like bugs me that, but that's just me being a pedant <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> but i get it like i think i think yeah the 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 smoother those things feel the better the better mouthfeel the game has <laughs> <laughs> The mandatory positioning, while it kind of simplifies the game, it was still... Sometimes I was like, no, I just don't want to add three chairs to this bedroom. Mm. Like, it's already too cluttered. Yeah. Yeah, let I get me, you. Let me, let me live without three chairs. I just want one chair. <laughs> I, think, I think there were, like, really weird stuff. Like, the monetization, I get it. Like, you have to try and get the point across of, like, oh, like, here's a limiting thing of... These items that you can get per set, if you want more, you can buy more, you can spend more money to actually get more in-game currency. But that, in compared with like the level that you have that actually unlocks more items versus these packets that you can buy that gives you like a set of items. And I think there is a limit to how many times that you can use an item. Mm, yes, I think that's also true. Yep. That kind yep, of everything stuff. Everything is all geared up to... All that stuff is kind of confusing and yeah, there's, there isn't a simple way to do it, but at the same time, like I don't feel they really did it properly. How much did you go, did you spend on this game? I believe I spent four ninety nine. This is also when I found out that I had to spend money in order to get the in-game money. And there was a difference between using diamonds and dollars. Diamonds and dollars. Yeah. And when I was when we set ourselves the challenge of making the ugliest house, <laughs> okay, right, you, I had yeah. no money. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this game is set up to make you spend money. Yep, I think that's my last bad point. Kind of gross when you think about it. It's just sort of like presenting itself as a fun thing, a relaxing thing. I think like a lot of the description is like a relaxing, mm. fun way to design rooms. Oh, but you're also gonna have to spend a bunch of money in order to complete these challenges and actually we do any more than say like two or three rooms. I know it's just a little bit sneaky rather than being upfront about it. And I don't think that's the sneakiest thing. Like I feel (laughs) like they're honestly using some of the good designs and selling them. My last point is this is not a game. Oh, (laughs) this is like saying here, here's Google maps, mark a location, find the railroad track and draw a line on the railroad track. You're going to get points to how accurate those railroad tracks that you're drawing are. You can check back tomorrow if those railroad tracks are, in fact, railroad tracks. Thank you very much. Have a great day. This is relaxing. Oh, by the way, you're going to need some in-game currency to actually draw more railroad tracks. <laughs> oh, and then Google uses your entries to actually to figure out where the railroad tracks are. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I started off quite liking this game. Like when it starts off, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this is kind of cool. I'm down with this. In fact, actually, I was quite happy to spend that like eight bucks to begin with. I was like, oh yeah, sure, great. But now I'm just like, oh boy. Yeah. Now I'm sort of back down to like, oh, $1,000 and a few hundred diamonds. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm done. After I paid like $49.99 for like that initial booster pack, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be spending any more money on this. But <laughs> I did spend a lot more time than I thought I would. Like when I first played it, and I did that first challenge. I was like, I don't know what the hell is this. <laughs> so I did play it for more than one day. Final rating. Sam, how many days did you play this game for? I played it for four days. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. in two challenges in one day and did, pretty much did a challenge a day. But 
I think checking back in and seeing how well or bad your previous design did kind of gave you like a little uplift. Um, yeah, played yeah. it for four days. I played this for five days. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did 11. Yeah, I did 12 designs overall. I feel like I got better. Yeah, you can kind of see that, like my ratings get better over time. My ratings got worse. <laughs> you just do edgy, Sam. The whole rating system is completely biased to the uh the demographic yeah. of users who are playing this game which to make a sweeping generalization if you look at the kind of pictures it's a lot of uh shall we say middle-aged women with their kids or flowers <laughs> or uh you know pictures of or dogs yeah. yeah so you know there's perhaps a certain aesthetic that is agreed upon as best which i think you could probably game rather than actually being what your own personal taste. Like, there's no room for personality. Right. Or like doing something one-off and something a bit crazy here. You kind of got to go with that pottery barn vibe. I wonder if a picture of a woman gets better votes than a picture of a man. Because you do see the picture of who's designing which. Did you upload a picture? Well, I did upload it, but it's a picture of a coffee. Right. Well, and that concludes the chapter of Design Home. Sam, you never have to play this game again. Thank goodness. <laughs> Cannot wait to delete it. Uh, although, but wait, would you recommend this game to other people? Oh boy. With the caveat that you are going to spend money. I really don't know if I can actually recommend this game. Unless I like walk across someone that's watching HDTV at a pottery barn. <laughs> Be like, hey, I have a game recommendation for you. I'm pretty sure that corner of the market is, yeah, like that's a pretty good corner of the market to get in terms of a mobile game. If you're gonna give, if you're gonna give a big audience a mobile game to play, yeah, that's a pretty good one. And potentially a audience that doesn't play other mobile games yeah. is probably not into first-person shooters. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So Edwin, I am not going to be here next week. This happens, me Sam. You might have to choose someone else as a guest host. Mm, a guest host, a super special guest host. Mm, okay, you we shall see. and this guest host have seven days to play. Serious guest host. It's a game that's been out for a while, but they've had some major updates. It is called Crashlands. <laughs> Not Cashlands. Nope, Crashlands. It's okay. a bit of an expensive game. It's six ninety nine. Sorry, mysterious guest host. It combines some really interesting aspects of building, crafting, and going around attacking things. The story-driven crafting ARRPG, LMNOP. Let me read you the description. Please do. Craft, battle, and quest your way through Crashlands, an outlandish, story-driven crafting crafting RPG overflowing with sass. (laughs) Software as a service? Yeah. Um, They probably meant the CSS reduction tool. (laughs) (laughs) Become Flux Davies, a galactic trucker whose latest shipment gets derailed by a chin-strapped alien menace named Huguduku. Right. <laughs> leaving you stranded on an alien planet. As you hustle to retrieve your packages, you'll become enmeshed, is that a word? Mm-hmm. In a nefarious plot of world domination, which will require all of your wits and both your glutes to overcome. Mm-hmm. Learn recipes from local sentient life, make new friends, uncover ancient secret and deadly bosses, Ooh. tame everything and build yourself a home away from home, 
as you learn to thrive on planet Wonop. They're not good with names here. Wonop. 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 Wow. Okay. That was long, but completely devoid of information. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have to build stuff. Okay. There's a main quest, so there's story involved. Oh boy. The key features... Expansive crafting system, self-managing infinite inventory. What a great feature. Looking forward to that. Yep. RPG-style character progression. There it is. Don't know what that means. Skill-based combat. Skill-based combat, good. I hate non-skilled-based combat. Intuitive base building. Mm. Tameable creatures. Huge worlds with huge problems. Effortless cloud saving. Controller support. There it is. Okay, well, I still have no idea what this game is actually about, but I suppose I will play it for the next week. This is kind of like um, Don't Starve, if you've heard of Don't Starve. Of course I haven't. <laughs> or this is this is kind of like a 2D version of Minecraft, I would say. Intriguing. Like a phone, like, yeah, without it being first person and all that stuff. Sam, would you care to give me a thing of the week? I shall, and I will. Thank you very much. I... Thing of the fortnight. Um, so I finished watching Jessica Jones season two. Ah, yeah. I have been slowly making my way through it. Whenever I work out, I've been watching it, which is kind of strange, but that's how I do things. But it works. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, but compared to the other Marvel miniseries yeah, on much Netflix. better. It's definitely watchable in that <laughs> it has good, interesting characters. Jessica Jones, season two, it's watchable. Yeah. Sam, seven days to play. <laughs> I didn't get bored by it. another quote. Stuff. Yeah. I didn't get bored by yeah. it. <laughs> Unlike Luke Cage. Luke or Cage, yeah, Iron I got Fist. bored by it. Iron Fist, I got bored at the first episode. Or, but you watched all of the Punisher. I watched all of Daredevil. Okay. I watched all of Punisher. I watched um yeah, even Defenders was really boring. But I still think Jessica Jones is still the best. Among the group, yes. Yeah. I do feel it was it was good. You can never use an asthma inhaler again. <laughs> Do they have aspirin inhalers? Oh, asthma. Oh, asthma inhalers. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it was strangely... It, it, it tried to get strangely emotional, right? Yeah. For some reason, I did not connect with those emotional aspects. Because you're a robot. Because hollow I'm, inside. I'm heartless. <laughs> no, I'm a person that's cried with Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> okay. Maybe that should have been your thing of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, because they kind of tried to introduce a bunch of Jessica Jones's backstory. Yeah. To various degrees of success. But you think they kind of leaned pretty heavily on that to try and make some emotional thing with the audience? It was strange. Like, there was that aspect and, like, mirroring between Trish Walker's and her mother, right? Oh, right, yes. Um, yeah. I guess and- spoilers, but mothers up here. Right. I'm doing the thing where I say spoilers and then say a thing. I feel like they kept trying to tug at your heartstrings to really make Jessica Jones feel conflicted about like what she has to do throughout the the season. And for some reason, like, I don't know, like it just didn't get me the way it was supposed to. Did it, did it get you? Like, were you like, Oh, she has such a tough choice. She's so conflicted and troubled. To be honest, I'm having a hard time remembering. So I'm going to say no. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit like me and Florence. Yeah, it was just, I just sort of went through the motions. It was enjoyable while I did, but nothing really, you know, grabs you. I just, I just hate Trish Walker now. Speaking of Marvel TV shows, I am trying to finish 
Legion season one mm. in anticipation. Well, season two is already going, so I need to catch up on that. It uh, is the best show that I don't understand. I dropped off episode four or five, I think, season one previously, I think like last year when it came out. Yeah. Because I just got bored. I think it's, and just got like it's yeah. so well done, but I have no idea what's happening. So I yeah, I was bored too. Like yeah. the acting is phenomenal. I think like the set pieces are great. But now I'm up to episode eight. Mm. So I haven't quite finished season one yet, so I can't give you a full endorsement, but I think the curve in my mind is you know, the first two or three episodes you're like, Oh wow, this is so weird. You just kinda of go along with it and you're like, Okay, this is kind of fun because it's just kind of bonkers and weird shit's happening mm-hmm. then episodes four to six you're just like okay right i get the weirdness i'm bored now i think that's where i dropped off last time this time i forced myself through and suddenly like episode six well maybe episode seven and eight they start like explaining some things and like action comes back and you're like oh dang this is actually really good so that's now where i am right now is like oh dang it's really good and i should be interested to see how they end out the season so gotcha. I would suggest pushing through like there's a definitely like a mid season lull. Yeah. Not in terms of, and it's not bad, but it just, yeah, there's a whole section where like the guy living in the ice cube. Oh, our favorite flight of the Concords. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine. Yes. Um, yes. That's like, <laughs> what's happening? I think there's Which lot, then gets explained later. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's kind of cool. But okay. you're still, yes. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff for a little while. We're like, uh, come on, let's, move along yeah i actually read a wiki about like who the character is well yeah, yeah but there's also spoilers in there so don't don't do that yeah i either know as well. it's <laughs> major spoilers my other thing of the week was a previous game of the week never stop sneaking don't yep. stop sneaking don't no never stop sneaking never you stop got sneaking. it right yep. yep this is now my go-to go-to game on the train oh, nothing no. has improved about the gameplay it is still exactly <laughs> the same the missions are longer yeah you now have five levels oh my goodness three floors each and it doesn't it doesn't do a good job of saving the session like if you leave I it i think it's gotten better at if least you leave now. it away from the screen a long time like for me it's just reset mm. i'm not sure if they updated it or not but it got better for me i think mm. now it will actually remember your progress or at least I make sure to go on the paused screen rather than just stopping in the middle of a oh, game. Oh, interesting. Like yeah, that. So, that so far, that seems to be working for me. But I think what's interesting is that even though the gameplay is completely tedious and doesn't change at all, the bosses are all exactly the same from like the very first time you play it to the very end. There's still like the helicopter guy. There's the little robots guy. Robots, there's yeah. the, the, guy the Bobbert guy. Yes. And then there's the two other guys who are all like comically easy to defeat. Just the single handed gameplay and like how the game works is appealing enough to keep me coming back mm. and just really easy just to jump in and like stop yep. playing. The attacking is very satisfying. Like when you jump on those guys or like if they spot you and your, your it, gun immediately yeah, fires. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I would love it if, some of the like, the sound effects were different because you can mm. get different weapons. Yep. But, you know, the attacking with a balloon animal sounds exactly like attacking with an iron wrench. Yeah, just kind of revisiting a previous game that I think I didn't necessarily enjoy mm. or the whole bunch the first time, but it, it kind of got under my skin. Yeah. <laughs> and I am now 68% of the way through the game. I have not played any other game, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I tried looking for other games and finally landed on what we're going to be playing for the next Fortnite. Crash Lands. Yeah. Play along with us at home for the next seven days and tweet us some game suggestions at 7 Days to Play. Don't email us. 7 Days to Play!